Leafs talk. J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee. Bad result with some disastrous moments. But let me start with this, and I'll ask you this question. But do you think the Leafs deserve to get booed tonight? Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. Every time they lose, they get they, they, people hate this team. Every time they do yeah. anything remotely bad, they're getting booed. But <laughs> like, yeah. it's a knife's edge of booing. Like the... Yeah. The the uh, between cheering and booing, it's like water always finds its level, as Babs likes to say. And yeah, it was a dog's breakfast. Was third period, pardon? Yeah, That's water always pool? yeah water always finds its level. He used to say that all the time when it came uh, to like guys or whatever. You know, you know him. He had all those stupid sayings that he said all the time. Mm-hmm. He he found them in other people's phones. Anyways, I listen. I the third period tonight is just Dog. really horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, I thought they were in the game. I thought it was a pretty tight game throughout the rest of it. I think shots are pretty even. They were up 3-2 at the end of the second period. They get they come back to get that tying goal, take a bad penalty in front of the net, and then they just let it unravel. They are a dog's breakfast defensively, man. They yeah. There's no way around it. They are awful defensively. And this okay. era of Leafs hockey has not been de- bad defensively, and this is different. Yeah. Well, yeah, the last year's Sheldon Keefe's team was that was their their calling card. They were a really strong defensive team. They really did a great job of limiting home run opportunities, home plate opportunities, whatever the hell you want to call them. That they were great at it. This year, uh, yeah, not so much. So let let me just start by saying this. I, I didn't think that tonight was as bad as some people I think are making it. Just based on again, quick anecdotal evidence. You know me; I don't really look at Twitter during the games too much. I I find that. It's not really good for the way that I'm observing the game, but I just took a quick peek and people were pissed. People were mad to me. I thought that this was kind of the Senator season. They had their backs against the wall. They've been mired in controversy for a month. I had Ian Mendez on my show today and it's just, they've, they've had a first round pick strip from them, a GM firing their coach, getting fired DJ chance throughout their arena. Their star player, Brady Kachuk just went out and, was adversarial with the fan base and basically had to answer for himself. Claude Giroux had to come out and basically stump for the coach. Had they had anything other than an A++ effort tonight, it would have been just a complete tailspin in Ottawa. People are pissed. I was texting my friends who are fans. I was texting people around the hockey team today, just trying to solicit as much information as I could. And it just the, the response I got back from everyone was, it's bad. It's really, really bad. People are pissed. They've had four straight seasons of horrific starts under DJ Smith and the people there have had enough. So the Sens came out and they gave the Leafs a really good punch. And I thought the Leafs matched them through two periods of play. And for the vast majority of the game, I actually thought that the Leafs played really well. I, I loved what I saw from the second line tonight. It was another really good Nylander performance where his confidence was just buzzing. Matthews was chaotic. I thought Bertuzzi had his best game as a Leaf. They just really got unraveled to me by the three things that are likely to be continuous sore spots. One, they got really bad goaltending, which they've had all season long. Wool has been good. Um, He's had some great moments, but that was by far his worst game as a Maple Leaf. Two is the Klingberg-Giordano pairing is an absolute nightmare. I, I don't know if you have it at the ready here, sis, but the fourth goal of the game, or was it, no, it was the fifth, because, yeah, they gave up the fourth goal on the penalty kill, and then the fifth goal of the game, the quick one in transition, that, I don't know. Up all the goals. They were on the no, ice but, for three of the five. Like I, they, yeah, I think they were dash four. I think they were dash uh, four. NHL.com has them as dash three, so maybe, okay, maybe they're wrong uh, in NHL.com. Either way, that that fifth goal, I know we speak in hyperbole sometimes because we do a show that involves it, and it's a reactionary show, 
that fifth goal, I don't think you'll ever find a worse defensive play this season from a pairing. Like it is just nightmare zone stuff. And then third is the penalty kill. It's just, this is their seventh goal that they've conceded in six games on the penalty Mm -hmm. kill. It's a bottom 10 unit. It's I think now a bottom five or six unit. It's a problem. And those three areas are just, it's, it's tough to see where the Leafs are going to get like markedly better. Yeah. They don't have any, they don't have any penalty kill personnel and camp has taken a massive step back in all facets of his game. And that was the first guy over the boards with Marner last year. And they were an excellent duo and he's Mm -hmm. been no good to start the year. The second guys out there running out there, it's Gregor and Yarncroc, no true center there. They don't look like they have any chemistry penalty kill wise. They missed Justin Hall terribly in a lot of facets of the game, but most notably for me on the penalty kill, he was their best penalty killer on the, on defense. Like they got Legison and Giordano out there together. Like I know they have guys hurt, but even when the guys that are hurt, aren't really good penalty killers, right? Like it's Lilligren. Who's not a great penalty killer. Jake McCabe. You don't think of him in that, in that, in that. So that part of it is, I don't know how it gets better outside of otherworldly goaltending. Tonight was the first night where I watched Joe Wall. And even after they went, it was 2-2, I was concerned about how he looked. Yeah. I thought, I mean, the, the second one, it's there's not a whole lot you can do. It, it lands on Giroux's stick and in in right beside the net, he shoots it up there. First goal is putrid. Like, no, especially, was. He, he was shaky all night, dude. He yeah. was, we, we always talk about how he is a st- like he is a stone, a rock. That was the yeah. last thing that we talked about. Tonight, I thought that he looked like Samsonov. Yeah, yeah, bingo. He was all over the ice. He looked shaky. I I saw going into this game, he was one of two goaltenders in the entire NHL that hadn't given up a goal outside the home plate area this season. Mm -hmm. And then the first goal happened, and it was just shaky city from that point forward. And and I think it's going to be a real curious thing what Sheldon Keefe does next with the goaltenders and how Joe Wool responds. Because we we haven't seen a game like this from him. We haven't seen a game where he was just awful, truly yeah. awful. The the turnover, whatever, that was just the exclamation Boy. point on an awful night for him. Brutal, not feeling the pressure behind him, not hearing anybody. Uh, maybe he couldn't hear over all the booze in the arena. Just like that was that's why he missed it. But yeah, I, I'm really going to be curious to see how he rebounds because this is part of figuring out what you have in a young goaltender is the mental fortitude and their ability to kind of flush a game like that. Yeah. So, you know, you were mentioning before we got into those three points about how this is a huge game for the Sens, which is all true, mm-hmm. but I'd like to point out that it's not a small game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. No, like they're, they're at the point now where they've won one of their last six games. Mm-hmm. They are outside the play close to outside the playoff picture. They are flirting around the bottom half of the standings. They are awful defensively. They let in four or five goals every single night. They're not mm-hmm. sure who their goaltending is. They're not sure any defensive pairings. They're William Lagason is playing. Well, how much did he play tonight? I felt like he was out there a ton. I'm mm-hmm. looking at his ice time here quickly on my computer. He played 1936 tonight, William yeah. Lagason. And where did Benoit play? Benoit played 1530. I think they were rewarding guys. him a little bit. Yeah, I think that they sure. liked it. Yeah. But like, you know, this is a thing where you're going to ride him and he's not going to be able to sustain this. If he yep. was able to sustain what he's doing right now, he would be a full-time NHL or he'd be somewhere. There's going to be a dip in this. I I really am concerned about, about where this team's going. And I know it's not just tonight. And I, I think I agree with you in some aspects about how they did look good at moments of this game. 
like that tying goal they score is mm-hmm. just beautiful stuff. Transition. Max Domi almost did the tie thing. Got him all. I almost did tie. Max Domi with the unbelievable saucer pass. Nick Robertson with his first goal back up this year. I want the play before that by Domi, yeah. though, too, just to like chase the puck yep. down. Right? Really I, I nice. went. Dude, I had the moment where I went, that's a guy who knows what it means to I play know. in the Battle of Ontario. That was that shit for him. I was I stoked watching him play. And, that, the, or, and, and like the second line, like you said tonight, Bertuzzi looked the best yeah. he's looked all year. He gets a goal, his first even strength one. He could have had a couple more. He's mm-hmm. passing better. And like, I like all that stuff, but just defensively, man, I can't get excited. They yeah. can't defend. They can't get the puck out of their own net. I, I, I don't know where it goes. No, no. Here, d- don't misconstrue me. I have a lot of the same concerns as you. And those three things that I raised, it's like, those aren't good things. That's not, oh, don't worry. They just had a bad game. It's no, no, no. The, Defense the penalty kill and goaltending. Yeah. Important. <laughs> your, blue, <laughs> your blue line penalty kill and goaltending is yeah. bad things. Yeah. I, I guess where I'm at with this one is I really liked the forward groups tonight. Yes. Just in terms so of the I. way that they, the forward groups are finally starting to coalesce a little bit. So at least you can kind of, take that one off the docket a bit and okay. The Leafs have always been a bit of a, like I joke and call them the chameleon sometimes because they don't set the tone. They just will match the tone of whatever the other team wants to play. And so it's not completely unfamiliar that they did that with the sense tonight, right? The sense play with intensity and the Leafs matched it. Yeah. But I thought, Hey, good for Toronto for stepping into a game like this. And a lot of their stars elevating their play, their, their second line showing up for showing up the way they did draws a penalty early. Yeah gets a deserved goal was just kind of around it all night long. And to me was, this is where I'm at with the scale of this team. Hey, at least they didn't dog it. At least they didn't have a performance where it just felt like they laid down and gave a period away or gave a game away. And then the other part, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but I think I was just a little excited and I still am that the battle of Ontario meant something tonight that it felt like there were stakes that Ottawa's season was sort of on the brink, that Toronto was really struggling looking for a win, and that these two teams played just a really fun, energetic, enjoyable hockey game tonight. It, it felt, it, it threw me back. It's not, it's not ever going to be, you know, Darcy Tucker going into the bench and at the end of it, Reeves is trying to chase around and get a fight desperately. I don't expect it to be those kind of fireworks anymore, but it was just, it was just nice to see the, the, uh, some bite between these two hockey teams. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's, you know, I thought there was some real animosity and you could feel it. Mm-hmm. No one was doing anything stupid because it was a tight game. And I thought there was, mm-hmm. but there was just good physicality on both sides of it. Yep. But yeah, I just come away from the game feeling fine, fine about the forward groups and outside the mm-hmm. fourth line, which is on the ice for another goal against tonight, which is going to look Dude, bad. They're cursed the- though. They had no. their best shift. I thought no, of the season before I, that. I know. And like, people are going to kill Reeves and them for being on the ice, but you know, wall that's in a muffin. It's a yep. shot from above the circles that goes five hole on them after they were in the offensive zone for the longest point of time. But like they, I think Reeves was up to close to 10 minutes tonight. I actually thought he wasn't hor- horrible tonight. Like if yeah, that's a nice thing I can say about him. Hated him chasing around McEwen down six, three at the end of the game. I thought that was a little bit Bush league. Didn't love that, but I guess that's his role. He gets out there to try to stir it up. But yeah, I, I just, I can't like they're leaning on guys so heavily that should be fifth and sixth defenseman. Like mm-hmm. the, the amount they're leaning on Mark Giordano right now is going to cost them the rest of the season. Like yeah. He can't, he's just playing way too much for his age. Like he mm-hmm. is so dependable and he gives you a, like our favorite joke is like, he's got, he can't piss a drop. He's got nothing left. I know this guy hasn't pissed in weeks, dude. Like he's just out there giving it his all. 
but he just he just doesn't have what he used to have. Klingberg, I think he only played 15 tonight. They put him way down. Legison's up there. Riley's mm-hmm. given so much Brody, but like okay, that that's the one that scares me, dude. They're all above their skis. Yeah, that's that's actually so. I get it with the geo thing, but ultimately, for me anyway, the idea that Mark Giordano wouldn't be on the playoff roster or would be the sixth defenseman that they wouldn't be leaning heavily on was always sort of supposed to be something that happened in the season. And I, and I want to see Giordano there. And you're right, the guy's a warrior. He still provides them with a lot of utility. But the, the scarier things to me are how many minutes they're asking TJ Brody, who looked like he took a step back in the postseason last year, and Morgan Riley to play. Like those guys are around 24 minutes tonight, both of them. Brody would have been more had he not taken the penalty late in the yeah. game that ends up being the game-winning goal. And then the other thing is just Klingberg. He's unplayable. It's so bad. It's, it's... It, I, I, was, I was genuinely thinking tonight, okay, when McCabe comes back, he goes out. Do you sit him for a game? Hundred percent. I like. There's been multiple shifts where I said to myself, if they had five other NHL cal- caliber defensemen, mm-hmm. he would be sitting down. Like he just, I don't, like. I can't watch a guy make the mistakes he makes every single night and have him never miss a sh- miss a shift. Well, you got to score. If if you're going to do this, you got to provide some offense. You got to have some punch. It's not even, it's not close right now. No, it's, but I mean, this is what it was last year, right? Mm -hmm. Like the the Ducks signed him to that $7 million contract to boost his value and trade him for some of the deadline. And he Mm -hmm. ends up, was he end up going for a fourth or a fifth at the deadline? Like he's been, I don't know what happened to the guy. Like, you know, the, the, the space jam monsters, like that's Mm -hmm. where we're at because this guy, I remember watching him in the playoffs. He was unbelievable, just decisive, nasty, scoring. Like he was one of their best defensemen in that run to the final when they went there and they played in the bubble. Like he was excellent. And I, mm-hmm. I just I don't know what happened. He lost his confidence. Maybe it's the fact that he loses sleep every night. The fact that he passed up eighty million dollars that probably doesn't help anything. But like, I don't know. I, Buddy, you know what I can tell you? I don't know what to say. You just can't play him anymore. Well, I I, I can promise you this too. If you think Leaf fans that are watching this, that you're frustrated with Klingberg's play or that we're frustrated with Klingberg's play, every single thing that we know about Sheldon Keefe will tell you that he's not sleeping thinking about John Klingberg. I know. He he is, when he's watching this tape and he's seeing it from the bench, when he's looking down at his little video, <laughs> when they're watching the replay of some of these goals. It looks like they hang their heads in shame, the coaches, every time. Like, I know, it is, it is funny. <laughs> they're always looking at it. But I I can tell you that this is this is not the defense when he wants to have. What's weird about it is that it's not what Tree Living likes either. That's why the signing was yeah. weird. It just sound, it seemed like a Hail Mary. I, I, I've probably been a little too apologetic of Tree Living's signings this offseason because of just the position that he was put in. And I yeah. keep asking people, like, what else did you want them to do? And the answer I get back is, well, they could have gotten Graves instead of Klingberg. And I go, okay, well, he went off the market pretty quick to Pittsburgh. And but for a whatever. ridiculous contract that I would sure, not want on the Leafs. That's, that's what I mean. It's just I, I never really thought that there were any good options. It was always like, hey, sign a bunch of these guys to one-year deals and then pivot and have the ability to kind of keep your flexibility, which I thought yeah. was not the worst plan getting high ticket lottery guys. It's just that with Klingberg at the money he's making, the fact that you, you just can't remove him from the lineup. You need him to give you something. 
It's just, it's a, it's a nightmare. It's a, it's a true nightmare start for this guy. And tonight was just, yeah, completely. Yeah. This, this was as bad as it gets. This was, this was as bad as it can possibly get for Klingberg. And you're right when it comes to, Hey, how are things going to change? Maybe it can change for him. Maybe wool is bet. Maybe wool levels off and he's not going to be a nightmare like this again, but I don't know where the penalty kill changes are going to come from. And I don't really have a lot of optimism that you can play Klingberg more than offensive zone areas, specialty guy, third pairing. That's the thing is right now they've got him and geo should be the third pairing. That's playing really sheltered minutes yes. and they're being 13, forced to be 14 minutes a night. Yeah. Can I tell you something though? In yeah. in the fog of this, yeah. I know this is stupid to say, and this is not even a thing that I should be bringing up, but oh I like Lagason. I, I would like to say, okay, I'm a Lagason guy. I think yes. he's got, he's got some edge to him. Like when guys stand in front, he lays the lumber. He likes to lay a hit. Buddy, I just think he's, okay. he's in it. He's <laughs> in it. He cares. He cares. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you and I are the same sometimes uh, with the guys who care. Just, I know. I, I've I've purchased a little Lagason stock and I I I'm just gonna set it aside and not think about it for a little while, but I'm a Lagason. <laughs> That's where we're at. Yeah. It's, it's November eighth on Leafstock, yeah. and we're praising yeah. William Lagason because yeah. he's the only guy who's not like a disaster. I yeah. want every Leaf fan that's watching this right now and listening and however you consume this to think about all the mean things you said about Justin Hall over the past three years. Mm -hmm. Just think about how hard you buried him and what they traded him for, basically. Like, buddy, all I can think of imagine is what... if they just traded Klingberg for Hallback, how much better defensively this team is immediately. Like, you sure, he's thinking? not pretty, but like, yeah. it's you play defense. There's no defense. Yeah. Every highlight I see of the, uh, another team on a two-on-one in the Leafs, it's number three, like, you know, mm -hmm. water skiing behind it. It's insane. Three, three is either giving someone a 40-foot gap yes. and letting them just walk into the zone and decide whatever they want to do is fine, or he's out of position, yep. or he's just getting out-muscled. It's just, it's, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. And you're right though. I, I did have that thought tonight of how different would you feel about this team? If you just had Lafferty instead of Reeves and Hall instead of Klingberg, you know, I, there's a very, there's a first time for everything. And I have to admit that you were right about Lafferty. So there's a first time for everything, buddy. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm always right. All right. This is like, except for, except for today, I was like, on my show. I don't know about Giroux <laughs> signing with Mendez and tonight yeah, he was he I'm was laughing. amazing. He was so he good. Was incredible. He just buried the least tonight. Yeah. Uh, I thought, oh yeah, of course this is gonna happen. Um, I'll be hearing it all the sense fans. No, I just yeah, he was really good tonight. But yeah, mm -hmm. and I've my sneaky admission that I don't want to say, but I'm going to say is I absolutely love watching the Vancouver Canucks and I've watched a lot of them so far this year. They're an excellent team. Quinn Hughes is so fun to watch. Like they're really humming. And I'll tell you something about Lafferty, bud. He's noticeable. He's playing like he's, and he's producing and he's hitting guys. He's going hard to the front of the net. He's like trading him to make way for Ryan Reeves. It's, you know, it's the fourth line guy. It's a million bucks for a million bucks, but it's hard not to picture what the impact would be of Lafferty on this team instead of, instead of Reeves. The issue and I is hate like, doing this, but it's yeah. the, it's just it's a fact. The thing is, is it okay? Reeves and them, they weren't terrible tonight. No, they're just that line is never going to score, and nope. they're just always going to be a liability. 
There's no finish there, right? Gregor, no finish. Camp, no finish. Reeves, no finish. Even if they're able to just kind of like, that's the goal of them is to play what? Eight, and even, even the eight minutes a night, how is Reeves ever supposed to put a stamp on a game when he can't get on the ice? H- how are you ever supposed to get anything out of those guys? So yeah, it's just, it's that, that part's not good anyway. Um, boy, <laughs> boy, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I have here. Cause I was like, we've gone over a lot of the stuff that I have already. Cause it's like, yeah, shaky wool. Uh, fans booing Klingberg, Geo, the fifth goal. Can I Snake bit fourth? Good Bertuzzi. Uh, Matthews is uh, on one right now. He just man possessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven shorthanded goals in six games. I guess this brings me to this question. Then, do seven you think the battle of Ontario? Uh, what seven power play goals in six games? No, seven shorthanded goals. They've they've given up in six games. The Leafs. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Ouch, Wawa. That's a yeah. problem. Yeah, it's bad, buddy. It's okay. quite bad. They're a horrific penalty kill. And it was funny, too, because I was having the Lagason thought on the PK. No, okay, no was... hold on, hold on, hold on. They, the other team has scored on the power play seven, six out of, seven out of six games. Yes. You said gave up shorthanded goals. Sorry. what I, I was confused. Yeah. I was no, confused. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're on the same yeah. page. We're on the same page. Yeah, yes. Good, good, good. The Leafs have given up seven goals on the penalty kill in yes. six games. Yes. All right. They're bad. Um, There's it's it's not like they're getting bad bounces. There's space everywhere. Wide open lanes everywhere. Like it's just guys are firing from all over the place. They're wide open everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Is the Battle of Ontario back? Yeah, yeah, it is back. It's back to my yeah. high school years where the, the Sens just win six or seven, three. Every oh, time. Okay, it's back. Relax. relax. This is one game. This, uh, yeah, the yeah. Sens. Bring back uh, Alfie know, and that stupid hair and them scoring eight goals in the Leafs uh-huh. every time. Oh, God. I just, I, tonight there were stakes and I yeah. enjoyed that. And it, it does feel like this is going to be a year where these two teams are going to be battling for playoff spots. I don't know if the Leafs are just going to cakewalk into a playoff spot the no way that they have in years past. Way, I, dude. I, I wouldn't say no way. I think that some of this can normalize and, and level off. They've been a, just a really successful regular season team. If I'm using the larger sample, I think the Leafs are going to be better. But yeah, I just think that there's going to be a lot of these games that are a lot more competitive. And you you can probably guess that the teams that Toronto has just been leaps and bounds better than the last couple of years, right? The Sabres, mm-hmm. the Red Wings, and the yeah. the Senators, the teams below them, they're probably smelling a little bit of that blood in the water and For they sure. want to take advantage of it. And they they view them as a team that they can they can leapfrog. So no I liked it. I, I, I like that the Battle of Ontario is back. Ask me if I like it if the Sens win three straight this year. Yeah, then I, I will like it that. less. I, I mean, I don't want to do this because I hate doing it, mm-hmm. but... I will praise the 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 Senators core. There's some great young players on that team, man. Uh-huh. Like, you know, that Stutzla is really turning into an electrifying player. Like he's I know already he's already a great. killer. He was great last year and he just looks like he's picked up right where he left off. That Sanderson is a he glides so around the ice. Uh the reads where, he makes are where was um where was Kyle on trading for Jacob Chikrin instead of Jake McCabe for like the same price? What what happened there? Was it the money thing? Was that why it was that he didn't eat money because they weren't going to eat the money? Yeah, Jake McCabe makes what two mil, two mil. Yeah, yeah for the Chicken next couple of seasons, four and a half. Yeah, and part of the value was, was getting back a forward that had control who can actually play for a million bucks the following season. Anyway, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, not great, not <laughs> not great. Uh, yeah, 
But uh, oh, I mentioned Reeves not trying to fight him. So I mentioned that already. I, I don't have a whole lot else from that. Anything else? From yeah, you? I got just some rapid fire things. Yeah. One was, yeah, uh, nice goal from Robertson. Nice finish. Like the great play goal. is very much a domey play. But that's just a goal scorer's goal of just great touch. I think that one was a little bit harder than maybe it looked live. Like it's a beautiful saucer pass, but it's just a, a really confident finish from a guy who needs to be a finisher. That said, I also thought, yeah, Robertson had a really sloppy play earlier in the game where he iced the puck and it led to a goal where yep. the Leafs got hemmed in. And it was just a, yeah, kind of a, a lazy play, one where he chops it out. He's afraid to try to, he's like, he's just, it, it's, he doesn't have any calm to his game. Uh, two in my rapid fire. Well, can I quickly stop on Robertson yeah. for, for a second? Yeah, yeah. I think of all the times he's come up here, this is the most time he looks like an NHLer, like he's not yeah. as he's not popping off the page like he did when he first came up last year when he's going a mile a minute. He's just trying to do mm-hmm. everything. I feel like his game has gotten a little quieter, but in a good way. And you know what I mean? Like, is it that sounds stupid? But it just feels like he's mm-hmm. he's doing a lot of the same stuff that he has in the years past. But it's not like reckless abandon. He's picking his spots a little bit better. And I love that goal he scored tonight. Like you said, I just I think he looks uh, the best in a different kind of way that he's looked since he's come up. Uh, maybe now's the time to uh, sell high. Okay, next point. Um, the Bertuzzi goal was great, but him yep. drawing the penalty is actually what I most want to see from him, which is that he is just an irritating guy to play against, mm-hmm. and he's in every single dirty area, and guys just let their frustrations get the better of them and draw penalties. thought it was just a, a like a real big pivotal moment for him in the game. It's awesome for the Leafs, right? He draws the penalty, and Nylander snaps just a gorgeous goal. Oh, he extends God. the streak just – sexy sexy stuff from Nylander but yeah the drawing the penalty to me was almost a a bigger moment for Bertuzzi in that game than actually scoring because the goal is right there right he's in the slot he gets a rebound it's bang he bangs it into the net but drawing the penalty is that when I think about Keith going hey keep it simple that's that's what I want to see from Bertuzzi is just him stapled in front of the net when those other two guys have the puck and him just digging in the corners and relentless on the forecheck. And I, I really thought he kind of delivered the Bertuzzi promise tonight. Yeah. I th- yeah. I just like the physicality and you kind of mentioned yeah. it there, but like it looked like the guy that I watched play against the Leafs on the Red Wings tonight. Like mm-hmm. I, he looked like himself, which was really positive. And he, with, you know, hockey is a confidence thing. All it takes is one good one for him to get feeling better. And I thought he showed some chemistry with those guys. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, Will, he made that pass to Willie. And Willie mm-hmm. is so good where like it's behind him and in one motion, smooth through the legs, kick it up to his skate. Like I just mm-hmm. it's ridiculous how good he looks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I just got this sent to me uh okay. via email <laughs> because I don't have a phone. Yeah, uh right. Sheldon Keefe on John Klingberg. We need to protect him better. So yeah. I don't no, know. You can, protect I, him. That's, you that's can put him up in a suite and he can watch from up Lock there. Be nice the to door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a bodyguard. So that no one can go in there because that's, I, I don't uh, know what the context of it is, but that's yeah. a quote. Like it's hard yeah. to read quote, but like anything involving that. Yeah. How do you, he played 15 tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't know Probably. how you protect him better than that. When no. two guys are from the Marlies. Nope. It's yeah. I will say it again. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they have to beat Calgary Friday because it's oh, the yeah. first half of a back-to-back and it's against the Vancouver on Saturday. Vancouver's red hot. 
They're going to love the opportunity to be on Hockey Night in Canada and try to beat the Leafs and really show off. Demko's red hot. Uh, I don't know. I just I kind of I kind of feel like there's a real potential when you're talking about the wheels falling off and the the record lately and all these different things of how bad it is. Yeah, uh, if they lose to Calgary and then their second night of a back to back against the best team in Canada right now, it's going to be big problems. Uh, the question was, what needs to change with Klingberg? And he said, we need to protect him better. So yeah, basically he's going, I can't pile onto this guy because I know what the next 48 hours in Toronto media is going to be like for him. And if I give any even morsel can't can't from the waters. Yeah. If I give even a a little hint, a little sprinkle of he's not good enough, the people are going to, it's going to lead every single, it's going to lead the JD Buggers podcast and real Kipper and Born tomorrow. (laughs) The Clippers tomorrow. That's going to be our number one, most talked about Clipper guaranteed. When I send them a fax to tell them that what's on the show tomorrow. Um, What was I going to say? She's gone. Let's let's, let's wrap this up. How do you, one class last thing. How do you handle the goalies for the weekend? You go Samson off Friday, wool Saturday. Correct. Good job, buddy. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. That's the only way. You gotta give you gotta give Samsonov the easier one and you give Wool a little bit of a break and you're telling him, hey, you're still the guy because we're giving you the Saturday night game. Yep. Bingo. Nailed it, buddy. All Good right. job. Fun Thank show you. tonight. Really love yeah, talking about this hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine it's a fine line, right? You want drama, oh, you yeah. want a little bit of but intrigue. You don't want to you... suck. But don't suck. Don't suck. Don't don't. <laughs> Don't suck. She's going to be a long, dark winter, pal. They suck. Please don't suck. People said the regular season is boring. Regular season might be back. uh, (laughs) Regular season might matter again. Uh, uh, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus, at Sam A. McKee, and hit five stars on the podcast pages, for God's sakes, if that's what you're listening to this on. And if you're watching on YouTube, just take one second and hit that thumbs up. And even write in the comments, just say something like, good job, boys, instead of, you guys are idiots. (laughs) Like the rude stuff that's in there. (laughs) You read it? What? You no, never. Oh, no, never. Okay, okay. Then how do you? Uh, no, I used to. Sometimes I told oh. you because because I have the odd day where I'd read them and then I'd be oh. like, "Oh, my feelings." Oh, don't go in there. <laughs> shut it down. Yeah. Too soft, bro. Too yeah. soft. Yeah. <laughs> it rattled. You're the Klingberg of readings. Of reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, you know, you go in and you just take a quick peek, and it's it's exactly what you think, which is yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's bad. I just yeah. Anyway. Uh, to some, I'm, you know, to some, it's too negative. To some, it's you're an apologist. You can't yeah. win with, with the YouTube win. comments. You just got to stay out. You got to stay out of the YouTube comments. Because at first I thought, hey, let's try to engage and try to be in there. And I was like, mean. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I bailed on that pretty quick. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, subscribe, follow, do all those things. Share with your friends. Share the links. Do all those things. Yeah, it's great when you do it. Uh, it helps people find us. So, please do that stuff. Uh, we will see you Friday night. Must win against Calgary Flames.